The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. to another episode of Positive Talk Radio. I'm very happy that you're all here. We've got a great show for you today. A gentleman that is really, he likes to run a lot, it seems to me. <laughs> yes. he, he runs all over the place. His name is Jerry Snyder. He is an author. He's written a couple of books. He's an entrepreneur. He's a coach. He's a certified life breakthrough coach, which I want to talk about quite a little bit. And he also volunteers in the, the lovely community in Texas where he lives. And he's a coach down there as well. He coaches uh, high school cross country, I do believe. Correct. And uh, he's an all-around good guy. So, Jerry, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. You're more than welcome. Oh, I forgot to add that you also have a podcast. Yes. That uh, And you call the podcast... Uh, all in one health and wellness. What, what do you? No, the, that's my business. All in health and wellness is the business. Um, the podcast is confidence through health. That's right. That's right. And that's the name of your book as well. I believe that's the first book. Yes. And then you've got another book about sugar, which is like cocaine for some of us. You know, it can be, um, but it's 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 a twist. It's not necessarily all about sugar. It's also about the. Um, like the mirror that sugar can present in that we sugarcoat food so that it tastes better. And sometimes we sugarcoat our lives so that we fit in, but we don't really wind up with the life that we want, after, you know, years later that we look back and we go, why did I want to do what everybody else told me to do? Why didn't I do what I wanted to do? Exactly. Like uh, sugar frosted flakes. I, they, right? they were my favorite growing up Yep. because uh, they regular corn flakes. I had to put a bunch of sugar on them. This I didn't have to. So, yep, exactly. In any event, let's talk about you a little bit. You are an athlete, have been an athlete yep. for like ever um yes. when did you decide that you like to start running uh actually that happened um about i guess seventh or eighth grade um and i was playing soccer i played soccer since i was six and uh we i was on a good team and the coach said you know hey we need to we need to step it up so i think we can actually have a really great team so we need to be a little bit more conditioned and one of the dads was a runner and so he started doing a little running thing like twice a week as, as part of our practice. And, uh, I wound up just like finishing these runs and looking back and I couldn't see anybody. <laughs> and it was like, hmm, maybe there's another talent there. Um, and it turned out to be. Well, and, and you've got quite a few awards. You've done yep. really, really well in, and even as an adult after school ended and, and you were uh, on your way doing other stuff, uh, you still continue to run. You ran half yeah. marathon. What is it like to run a half marathon for heaven's sake? Not 13 miles, isn't it? Yeah, it's 13 miles. Um, and it's, uh, well, the one, the one that I've done, I've done twice, uh, the same course and everything. And it's a little bit smaller as far as, uh, 
to the competitive side of things. So there's not a lot of guys up there in the front um, running the pace that I run. And so it can get a little boring because uh, there's not a lot of people around. Um, and it, it so it takes a lot of mental discipline to keep going and pushing that. Uh, so I feel the same thing that you like, I know a lot of people out there that are not like the competitive level that I'm at, but they'll run a half marathon and they feel the same thing as in that, you know, there might be a lot of people around them, but they're like, oh my gosh, I'm 10 miles in. And how do I, how am I going to finish three more miles? This is, this is really hard. Um, you know, and it is, but it, it teaches you something about yourself when you finish. There has to be, and I'm just guessing here because I've never run, you know, I, I used to be an athlete, but it was more, if there was a ball involved, I right. got I like that. But, uh, yeah. uh, but just to, to do running and stuff, I couldn't imagine doing running. You have to be in, in some kind of incredible shape to run that kind of distance. Don't you? Yes, you do. Um, you know, and, and I tell people that, that I coach, I'm like, when they come to me and they say, you know, Hey, I want to run a marathon or a half marathon. Or, I'm like, okay, do you, do you want to finish? Or do you have like a competitive time in mind, whether it's competitive as far as other people, but just for yourself, do you have a goal of just finishing? Okay. Well then that's a different plan because if you can run, so for a half marathon, it's 13 miles. If you can run half of that multiple times. So like, you know, every Saturday for three weeks, you can go out and run six and a half or seven miles. You can finish a half marathon race because you get adrenaline you get other people around you and you know, it just, there's a little bit more fun going through it. You can, you can make it happen. Um, but to be competitive, then you really do need to be running and hitting that 13 or 14 miles runs every so often so that you know what it feels like and you can push the pace a little bit. So at one point, is it more mental than it is physical? Yeah, it totally is. Um, and it, it, in fact, like even today, today I went out on my run um, and I'm in a recovery week. I had, a, I had a race this past weekend. And so this is my recovery week. I don't have a race again until September. Um, at least one, you know, I might jump into something small, but, uh, and so this week, like today I, I went out to start running and I've got about a mile into my six mile run. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, but I know I have to, and I'm like, uh, you know, this is the plan and I got to stick to the plan and I got to work as it, it work it out. And, uh, but I was like, you know, I really don't want to do this. And so even the, the, the top athletes and the, the people that are in shape and doing it all the time, we still have those same feelings of just like, can I just, can I just mail it in today? <laughs> I would do that on a continual yep. basis. Um, uh, so, so you were also a certified life breakthrough coach. Tell us about yes. that. What does that mean? So when I started looking at, uh, going out into business for myself, um, you know, I'd worked in the corporate world for a while, uh, well, in nonprofits as well. And I'd always been in a management level, management, middle management level. Um, well, I'm in a small community. And so a lot of times that was the top manager in town. But then, you know, obviously I answer to somebody at a bigger, bigger level. But I found myself coaching my employees more through life than actually like helping them through the business. It was more through life things. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I should look at becoming a, you know, a life coach and helping people figure out what they want to do in life and figure out how to get there, create the plan for them to get there. Because I was basically doing it anyway uh, and not getting paid for it. And so as I, I started my own business um, six and a half, seven years ago, that was the initial you know, role and purpose was to go that direction. 
Um, and as I got into it more, I was like, you know, it, it, it flows with the whole health piece that I've, that I'm trained in. That's what my degrees in. And with the athletic piece that I've got just from being an athlete for so long and a coach that it was like, it all meshed into. So I, I, I help people through a life coach situation of helping them with their lives, but doing it more from a, a healthy perspective and bringing in other aspects of, you know, Hey, we're working on this nutrition change. And that's a lot similar to what you're having going on in, you know, your career um, or your personal life. Um, and so not counseling so much, but just coaching them through those steps of like, you know, I, I really want to get to that better part of my life over there, but I can't seem to figure out how to get there. That is a very, very common complaint, by the way. Yes, it uh, is. We all want to make a change. Okay. Not all of us. Some of us would like to make a change, but the blueprint of how to make that change and make it stick is hard to find. It is. Um, well, and I would say it, it's hard to, it, it's hard to put into action. Yes. Um, I think all of us know what we want to do and know, and, and either there's fear that's holding us back or there's other people that are saying like, and a prime example is that when I, I really wanted to start my business right out of college, um, you know, 20, 25 years ago. And, I can I can picture the exact scene in my head of exactly what happened is that I had the idea I had uh, my wife's my wife's best friend's husband so um, but a friend of mine and um, and his dad were in a car we were we, we were visiting at, at a lake and just having a fun weekend but we went in the car to go get ice and stuff and uh, so I was like hey guys I got this idea now think 25 years ago where where's the internet 25 years ago right? Some people listening may be like, what? There was life before the internet? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's in its infancy. Emails, you know, like not very well known. There's no apps. There's no smartphones. Um, and I said, I've got this idea to be an online coach. And, you know, my friend was like, I don't know if that's like, I mean, you know, the internet's not, not a lot of people are on. And uh, his dad was like, do you have a business plan? And I said, well, no, I don't, I didn't get a business degree. I don't have a, I don't even know what a business plan is. I don't know how to start one. And from that conversation, I, I stopped and I just said, no, I, I can't do that. It's too complicated. I can't go that direction. Um, and, and so I, I held back until six and a half, seven years ago, where I finally said, you know what? I think I really need to do this. You know, it's, it's amazing that you say that because it is so true when you say, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to go do this. And then they start saying, well, do you have a business plan? Do you have a marketing plan? Do you have a, um, a angel investor? Do you have, how are you going to make money in between da 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 and da 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 and stuff? And so it's real easy to say, oh man, that's, that's a lot of, lot of work that I have mm -hmm. no idea how to do. And so now I've got to learn how to do all this stuff. And yep. then you stop it and it stops you right in your tracks rather yep. than people saying, how can I support you in this? Right. And the same thing happens if, you know, it, I think a lot of people out there know the people that want to make a change in their nutrition to be healthier, they know what they should be eating, but it's a matter of like, how do, how do I take that step? How do I, and, and, and I've got a lot of clients that immediately will come to me and say, okay, well, you're giving me all these food items that I can go and get right at the grocery store. Where are the recipes? What kind of, what, how do I prepare this? How do I, and I'm like, right. it's, it, take a step back, take a deep breath. It's not that hard. 
like just put things together. It's it's going to be okay. Um, you know, but it's like I I can't do it unless you give me this. You know, and so so many of us think like I want to make that change to get to this different part of my life, but I can't be there unless I have this piece. And so without that piece, I'm just going to not going to do anything. Exactly. Well, and part of it is too is that, uh, and th- which is why there are so many diets out there yep. that have prepackaged food and and uh, um, they may be nutritionally deficient and because mm-hmm. uh, they're all um, um, processed and and that. But it's for ease of, uh, of because we're inherently apparently we're kind of a lazy people right. and we don't we don't want to do what it takes to do everything from scratch and to, right. you know, and to cook all that and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lack of knowledge too. So, yeah. so it makes it, it makes it tough for folks. It does. Um, but it, it really doesn't have to be. Um, and, and that's the coaching piece that I try to bring into the P you know, it's like, I'm going to give you tips and tricks and, you know, here's a couple of suggestions for this and that. Um, but I'm really wanting to just unlock the brain to go like, Oh, I know how to do that. I just, either was never given permission or people laughed at me because I didn't want to stand out. And so I'm here to be able to say, Hey, I do it too. I support you. I'm, you know, I'm the same way. Um, it's okay. Uh, you know, you're not the only one. Uh, and a lot of times that's all that people need is just to know that there's somebody else out there, you know, going through the same thing. And, and quite frankly, if you're going to make a monumental change in your lifestyle and your nutrition and everything, you really need a coach to, bounce yeah. stuff off because you know i i've tried making some big changes and you get two or three or four days in mm-hmm. and then you have this moment where it's like should i continue or not and then if you don't have anybody to bounce it off of right. or to hold you accountable it's mm-hmm. real easy for you to say nah i'm not gonna do that today yep and that's why i tell all my clients and, and they sort of laugh but i'm like and you know my we have the luxury of having phones that are around all the time. You know, I mean, like when's the last time you went six hours without your phone? It, it rarely happens, you know? And so I'm like, I'm, I'm always available 24 seven. Uh, there's only a few times where I won't answer. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times it's cause I'm, I'm running myself or I'm sleeping. I'm doing something to take care of my own self. But other than that, like, you know, I'm available for a quick text. That's, that's just like, Hey, uh, I had one, one client that did this. She said that, uh, she had lived a, you know, a years and years of just poor eating and a lot of different health issues. And she was like, I'm tired of it. I need to fix it. But she didn't tell any of her coworkers that she was doing <laughs> it. Um, and so we had that discussion after this happened. But she texted me and it was just a picture of this full size cake sitting on her desk <laughs> when she got back from her break. And I was like, I wrote her back and I was like, is it your birthday? And she said, no. She said, one of my, one of my colleagues just thought that, you know, she said, well, I thought you would like this. So I got you a cake just for her. And she was like, that was awfully nice of her, but it was nice. But, but, you know, the client reaching back to me going, what do I do? (laughs) Because this is going to derail me completely, you know? Um, And so, you know, I'm, I'm there for those types of situations. And in her situation, I actually talked her into, she'd never said no to anybody. She'd never said no to a gift. Uh, which is hard to do in a nice, polite way. Yep. And so, uh, you know, I, I told her, I said, okay, here's what you do. Cause I said, if in the old days, she said she would take that, she would go home, she would eat the whole thing that night. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, we're not going to do that. Um, but I said, 
you're in an office, there, there were, you know, 15 or 20 people. I said, you take it to the break room and you put a note on it and you said, this is a gift for everybody to share. And then you go and tell the person, I greatly appreciate it. Um, you, you politely say, I, I've started this program. I'm doing these things. And so to, to help me with that, I'm going to go ahead and share that with the office. And she said it went over perfectly and it was smooth. And she was, and she came back and she's like texting me that she's like, I'm shaking. I've never said no to something like that before. Um, you know, but it's, it's that kind of empowerment that people I think need sometimes. And, and absolutely. And you know, it's, it's, that's really, that's a really cool story because, you know, a lot of us just don't say no you know, like when, if you don't tell anybody and the donuts come in the morning, Mm-hmm. And, and stuff and and it's just so hard when yeah. everybody's munching on a donut for you to just sit there and and have a i don't know a celery stick or something right. like that it's just it it's it makes it difficult but but it if does. you but as a coach now you're available 24 7 that's quite a commitment on your part it is um but it's it's i and and very like very few actually take you know, Liberty and, and text me at like just random times. Um, most people are very sensitive to the fact of like, okay, well, you know, I, I've had those few emergencies in the middle of, you know, like nine o'clock at night where it's like, I'm winding down and, um, but it's like, Hey, I'm feeling the munchies. I need, I need some help. Cause normally I would go grab a bag of Oreos or something. Um, and so I talk people down, you know, off that proverbial cliff, um, but, you know, it, it's I offer that. And I think just having that as an offer is enough for people to go. Oh, he, he's there for me. I don't have to go and do that versus if they knew, well, I can reach you from nine to five. Well, at seven o'clock, if I'm tempted, well, I can't reach him. So what am I going to I don't have anybody to support me, you know. Um, and so I think just just knowing that I'm there is is helpful, whether they reach out or not. You know, for me, I live alone. I'm, I'm older now. My kids mm-hmm. are grown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I live alone. So I, it's easier for me to make better food choices because I buy all the food that comes into the right. house. Right. How do you help people who have a family at home mm-hmm. who may be eating differently? And so all this food is around them because the kids want, you know, Oreos and they right. want um, uh, sugar frosted flakes and, yep. and all of that kind of stuff. How do you help people? guard against you know those those uh moments when they're like all i want to do is have a sugar frosted flake That's right right or you know you're 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 hungry and it's a normal time to be hungry and uh you go to the pantry and you open it up thinking i'm gonna get that healthy snack that's in there you know the apple or whatever and you open it up and you see the the oreos or you see the bag of chips and you go let me just grab that. Uh, you know, that temptation's real. Um, and, and I've lived that. Like I, when I first was really getting back into being healthy from the corporate world, because in the corporate world, I was falling into the trap of I'm working 60, 70 hours a week. It's stressful. It's, you know, you just grab something to keep you going. Um, and, and I gained a little bit of weight um, doing that. And, and so one of the things I told my wife, I was like, all right, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be fully a health coach for other people, one, I've got to be fully healthy myself. So I need to lose a little extra weight that I've gained. Um, and I said, the easy thing to do is if, if we don't buy it and don't bring it into the house, I won't eat it. But if you buy it and bring it in the house, I will eat it. Like I cannot avoid it. 
Like, and so, uh, How'd that you know, conversation go? <laughs> was she, actually, was she, she was, she was on board. Um, you know, and she was awesome. like, okay, I, I get that. And so, you know, that's helpful, obviously, uh, you know, to have, if you have a, a, a house full of other people to have them on board and supporting you, that's usually helpful. Um, but the other, the other piece of it is there is a discipline window where it's, it's about two weeks where it's those, those triggers and cravings will hit. And so it's like, how do we avoid that? How do we keep from getting that? And really it's about, it's, it's about your preparation before you get to that point. And so not letting yourself get to the point of I'm going to the pantry because I'm starving and I can't avoid it. And so if you're, if you're working from home, the easy solution is put your healthy snacks by your desk. So you don't have to get up and go to the pantry to see the other stuff that's out there. Right. Um, you know, or if you're just home on the weekends or, you know, it's the evening and it's like, normally I get up at nine 30 from the sofa and I go grab my evening snack, which is, you know, ice cream or cookies or whatever. And so it's okay. Well, if it, if that happens at nine 30, eight 45, I'm going to program in, we're going to have a piece of fruit. So that you're going to have a little bit of satiation going on. You're going to be like, okay, when 930 happens, I'm not hungry. I, I'm, I'm good. I had my fruit. I'm good. I don't need that. Um, and so it's a little bit of a mindset shift, but it's also some internal feeding yourself properly before you get to that point of being starving, if you will. Exactly. By the way, we're talking with Jerry Snyder. If you want to follow along, you can go to his website, which is all in one health and wellness dot com. It's actually all in all in health and wellness dot com. Oh, there's yeah. no one in there. There's no one. Yep. Oh, well, that's that's what happens when you when you can't read. Jared. So, well, you know, and that's what happens when you don't go into business knowing all of those things like a business plan and marketing and you create this really long website name thinking this is great. <laughs> And then you go, oh, I got to type this out every time I do something. <laughs> I tell you, it's it's hard. All in healthandwellness.com. Yep. And he's got lots of programs that you can access there. He's got a shop where his books are. And he's got two books that uh, I want to talk about briefly. And, and the first one is um, Confidence Through Health. And the second one is no more sugarcoating. I, I, I love that because that, that is a dual thing. It's either right. food and it's also a lifestyle yep. um, and, and stuff. So what, what motivated you to write the books? Uh, well, it's pretty funny. The, the Confidence Through Health book was the first one I wrote. And um, what motivated me really was that I kept getting the same questions from people, whether they were potential clients or just people in the community as I was networking just the same questions about like, okay, well, what about this diet or what about this plan or how should I do this or how should I do that when it comes to nutrition or exercise? And I was like, I just need to write all this stuff down, all these. And so it's really a myth breaking book about what are the things that are out there that people are, are believing because they've either seen it on the internet or it's just a old wives tale that's just been passed down um, or it's just bad information that's being put out. And it's like that one really breaks down this is how you should be eating. This is how you should think of food. This is how you should think of exercise and, and how to start a basic plan to get you there. Um, and there's some science put into that from the standpoint of like really teaching you, okay, well, this is what's actually happening in your body at the cellular level. 
and that's what I try to tell everybody. It's like I, when when you come to me, it's not a weight loss plan. It's not a you know, I I can get you to lose weight and I can get you to run a marathon if those are goals. But the first thing I want to do is get your cells healthy, because what I know is if your cells are healthy, if you're if each one of your cells is is opt you know um, operating at an optimum level, then your body has to be healthy. It's going to go to homeostasis and be healthy. Um, it'll take time, but it'll get there. And so if we just treat the cells properly, you can take care of everything else. I'm just curious. Have you ever done research on how many calories you burn running a half marathon? Uh, well, it depends. It's, it's, it is, it varies by person based on how fast you go. Um, because there's, there's a piece, there's obviously a piece of, you know, the distance and the stepping and all of that. And so, uh, but there is a piece to how long you're out there. The longer you're out there, the more you're going to burn just because you're exercising for a longer period of time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's it like if I go out for um, when I go out for a run, that's a, you know, an hour, hour and 10 minutes. And so at that at that level, I'm going about nine to 10 miles. Um, I'll be right at a thousand calories. Yeah, I have had some friends of mine used to go to spin classes. You know what those are, mm -hmm. of course. Yep. yep. And and they would say, it is so great. We go do the spin class or we ride the bike and now we can eat anything we want. Right. <laughs> and, which, is, which is their solution, which right. was, I want to eat anything and everything. And I, I burn enough calories, I can do that. But that doesn't mean that you're nutrient rich. Correct. And, and that's that's part of the problem. I'm going to take a little bit of a break here, if you don't mind, sir. And by the way, we're talking with um, with um, uh, Jerry Snyder, and he's the author of a couple of books. He's a he's a health coach and a uh, motivational coach, and he's also a speaker and a podcaster. He does all kinds of stuff. So yep. um, we will return in just a moment. I've got a, a special friend or two that I need to to um, uh, let you hear about, and then we shall return immediately after that so stay tuned you're listening to positive talk radio and go to positivetalkradio.net to find out more about what we do so stay right where you are we'll be right back have you ever said how did i do this again want to create your own powerful life well allison roberts can help resolve the issues that keep repeating by creating a new outcome she is one of the top 100 coaches in the world and will help you achieve your dreams. Email her at allison at allisonroberts.com or visit allisonroberts.com and receive a free guided meditation and discover all of her ongoing programs and events. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Now through New Year's Eve, here's your exclusive bonus for being our appreciated listener. Type in promo code Positive Talk Radio at checkout to receive $20 off your order. Our gift to you for being here with us today. AnaturalDesign.com Do you believe in the combination of brain work and spirituality? Her grace and sense of humor have made Allison Roberts highly sought after. She's a cognitive behavioral expert with natural intuition. Allison has guided thousands of people all over the world to find their internal power. 
visit A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-R-O-B-E-R-T-S.com for your free guided meditation today. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we're talking with Jerry Schneider. You know, some people, Jerry, they ask me, all right, you play a coach's commercial during the show, and we're talking to a coach. Right. How could that be? And I'm here to tell you that I, I and the reason that it's, I think it's okay, and you'll tell me, or you haven't hung up yet, so I think we're right, right <laughs> is because everybody needs a coach to work on what it is that they need to work on, uh, right. whether it be uh, what Allison does or what you do. And they're completely different things, by the way. Right. Um, and it's really vital that I, I really think that I know a guy, he makes a quarter million dollars a year as a financial planner, financial, and he works with people setting up their retirements and stuff. Right. He has a financial planner coach. Right. Because you can't know everything. Right. And he's he's a very smart man, so he's smart enough to know I don't know everything, so I'm going to utilize a coach to help me get through it. And that's and that's what we're talking about with you. Now, right. you, you said something that really piqued my interest earlier. You said uh, getting your cells hap uh, healthy. Right. And in the toxic world that we live in, mm-hmm. we are we are we are loaded, I think with toxicity and problems. How do you help people deal with that? Because that can end up with autoimmune issues and and inflammation issues and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, And the majority of people, whether it's actually triggered and you see the signs of it, um, but the majority of people, at least in the U.S., uh, based on the way that we eat, have some sort of autoimmune issue going on. Um, You know, they've got inflammation and whether or not they're actually seeing this, this, the actual symptoms of it yet, it's brewing internally. Um, and it's, it, I mean, it's that way because of the way that we eat, um, and, and what we eat. And so as we, one of the things that I do, and it's not, a, it's not a traditional detox in the way that you think of, of, a, of a detox from a, from a food standpoint. Um, and it's not, it's a, it's not an elimination diet, which is where, you know, you, you, start taking things out that you think are causing problems for you and you eliminate them from your diet for so long and see when you add them back in, do they still have those issues? Um, but there are definitely some triggers, uh, that are out there and dairy is one for a lot of people. Um, wheat and wheat and or glyphosate, which is roundup, uh, which is what they treat wheat with. So it's either the wheat itself or the chemical, but one of those two, which is in a lot of our processed foods. Did, did um, you say, did you say like Roundup that I go to Home Depot uh-huh. and I want to stop weeds from being in my garden and yes. I sprinkle Roundup? Are you saying that's in our food too? Yes. Oh, um, and if you're eating a, a, a non-organic um, packaged, you know, piece of, of, of food that has wheat in it, it's, more than likely has particles of Roundup in it. Um, and so, and it's what, it's just a very strong antibacterial. Uh, and so it's, it's messing with your gut because your gut is full of bacteria. A lot of it is good bacteria that you want. It's going to help you and, and build up your immune system and which is going to fight inflammation, which is 
fighting chronic disease. And so it's a, you know, it's a domino effect, either positive or negative based on what you do in your gut. Um, and so basically what I do is I, I take out those things that we know are triggers for most people. And, and I, I, most people like the human body, most people can eat about 80% of the same thing and be okay. And then that 20% that's left is going to be dependent on what, where's your gut come from hereditarily wise? Like what part of the world? Because, you know, the U S is a melting pot. And so the people that have gut, their gut microbiome, their, their bacteria is coming from maybe people in Ireland from the 1600s, 1500s, they're going to eat differently than the people that have a gut that's coming from a true Native American, you know, the, 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 the Indians that were here when Columbus came. Like those gut bacteria are going to function differently based on the food that they had available at the time. And those bacteria are still the same bacteria. And we've just melted them together. And so 80% of it's all the same, but that 20% is going to be dependent on where's your gut bacteria coming from? What kind of bacteria is growing in your gut, in the majority of your gut? And so what I do is I, I take that and then tweak that next 20% for everybody. And at some point in the first, usually in the first four weeks with my clients, at some point they're going to go, oh, those last two, three days, I felt really great. I'm like, okay, good. Those are the things that we need to stick to to then teach you how to eat, get you off the triggers and the cravings. And then, and I tell most, most of my clients, it's, it's within three to six months. They're going to be with me for three to six months, and then they're going to be able to fly off on their own, and they're going to have control over it. They may not be at the weight they want to be at yet, because that may take longer, depending on how much they had to lose to get to where they want to be. Um, but then, but they, they understand how to eat. They understand how the process works. They understand how to fuel their body properly and take care of themselves. And once you do that, then you, you don't really need me anymore. I'm still here and I've got clients that'll, you know, two, three years later, they'll text me every now and then. And they're like, Hey, you know, I had, I had this issue show up. Is that, you know, something new I need to worry about? Is that a one-time fluke thing? Um, you know, or, you know, a chronic disease that maybe pops up and they're like, wait a minute, I thought I took care of all this stuff. You know, is this something new or is this, what am I being exposed to? A lot of times it happens when somebody changes careers because uh -huh. they, they get exposed to new foods in the office or, you know, new eating schedule or something like that. And so it throws them off just a little bit. Well, and also the amount of stress when you take a new job. Right. And yep. stress is a, is a marvelous uh, indicator that you're going to go grab something, uh, some yep. comfort food. Yep. Exactly. And so you need to try and, and stay away from the comfort food and keep your stress monitored. Do right. you work, do you have in your program, do you work with people as far as keeping their stress level down and, and, and living life a little bit uh, more realistically and maybe a little better? Yeah. And that's uh, the no more sugarcoating book. That's, that's part of what that is going after as far as helping people with, you know, I'm not living the life I want. I'm sugarcoating it for other people to be able to just survive. But, you know, I really want to go either go do this or, you know, just be able to share these feelings with people or just, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and a lot of that adds stress when you're sugarcoating and trying to be somebody that you don't want to be it adds stress to who you are. Right. right. Um, and so how do you deal with that? Well, it's, and I've got 14 steps in the book of like, 
Well, the first thing you need to do is sit down and think like, okay, what are the, what are the triggers that are causing me to be this person? Okay. Let's identify those. Let's, you know, another one of the things I've got in there is, is take, take two days. And, and sometimes this is hard and I understand that from a, from a, from a uh, just logistical standpoint. And so it might not be a full two days, but take some time away from all the distractions from work, from your cell phone, from everything, and just start blurting out basically in a journal, like, here's all my thoughts. Here's what's going on. Here's where my stresses are. When I feel this, I feel horrible. I really don't like this part of my life. Um, and, and dump all those things onto a piece of paper. And then take a little time during that same two days to dump in where am I where am I getting all these negative images from? Where am I getting all these negative thoughts from? Is it the media? Is it a coworker? Is it a spouse? Is it, you know, like, where are these things coming from? And you'll start to find that they align. You know, all these negative thoughts start to come up when you're around the same person or when you watch too much of a certain news channel or, you know, all these things. And so then you can go, okay, well, if I eliminate that, then stress will drop down. Um, but most of us don't take the time to figure out what those things are. And most of the time it's kind of artificial stress because right. it doesn't directly impact you. But even if you're watching, uh, TV, I, I've actually gone, gone, been, uh, watching something on YouTube and then going to bed and then dreaming mm -hmm. what I was watching on YouTube about that because it gets into our head and then it, and it can cause you. Uh, if, if you use a computer too much, if you're on the phone too much, right. it can cause you to have less sleep and yep. less quality sleep and stuff. Yep. And it's so one of the, one of the steps in there is um, right before you go to bed. And, and I suggest you do this for 14 days. Once after 14 days, you'll probably continue doing it. Um, but put put a pad of paper by your bed and you. you while you're laying in there, your phone's away now, you're getting ready to fall asleep, but just write down three things that you're grateful for that happened that day. So it's not like, you know, I'm grateful for the house that I live in. Okay. You know, okay. Or I'm grateful for my spouse. Okay. But it's gotta be three things that are that you're grateful for that happened that day. And they gotta be three different things. So it can't be like, I'm grateful. I had lunch today, every day on your list for 14 days, <laughs> you know? Uh, and what you'll find though is that you'll go through and you'll have those you'll have those moments where you're like i can't think of anything okay i'm grateful i was able to have lunch fine and the next day but then four or five days in you're gonna be like i'm grateful that that guy opened the door for me and helped me carry this baggage through like and you'll pick out these little bitty things and as you go to sleep with those as the last images in your head then you wake up a little bit different you wake up a little more refreshed you wake up in a little positive attitude you wake up a little happier because you went to bed grateful. I think I think having a positive attitude is really really important mm -hmm. to living living life to your fullest, which is why the program is called Positive Talk Radio. But right. there are lots and lots of folks who think, "Oh, that's just pie in the sky," mm -hmm. and and it really doesn't it really doesn't affect us. And so we can, we can watch that horror movie and then go to bed right after we right. watch the horror movie. It won't affect us. They're wrong. I think. Right. No, I agree. Um, because it is, it's, it's, and one of the things that happens when you sleep is your brain is making connections and putting those memories in place and, you know, it's wiring and it's recovering and it's, 
and you're you're that's when you're solidifying those memories. And so, uh, you know, I, I just read a book, Why Why We Sleep by um, uh, what's his name? Walker. I can't think of his first name, um, but he's the world renowned, like the leading expert on sleep right now. And one of the things in the book was that if you don't get enough sleep, you're not wiring those memories together. And so they did a study on college you know, students and said, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to teach you all this stuff on this day. And then we're going to mess with your sleep in different groups and see, you know, how you test again in 14 days. Um, and the people that got great sleep the first three days, and then they screwed up their sleep from that point on. But those first three days of eight hours a night, solid sleep, they were able, you know, and of course they monitored it to make sure that they were sleeping the whole time and all that. Um, they had much better recovery after 72 hours of sleeping, then except for the people that slept well for the whole, you know, 14 days. But if you go out and you watch a, a horror movie and you're up till midnight and you got to get up at six in the morning, you don't get your eight hours. It's going to mess with your memory. It's going to mess with everything. And you're going to have memories of that horror movie thinking it was real versus your brain being able to fully put those memories in a different category and sit them over there. It is an extraordinarily complex issue, this mm -hmm. this human being thing that we are. Yep. It's a wonderful organism and it's a wonderful thing that we've all got. But uh when you're talking about toxin and not not um neutrally nutritionally deficient foods. Right. And and all of that, it makes it it makes it really, really tough. And it is and there's an entire industry. Now let me rant for a second. There's an entire industry of people trying to figure out how to make things cheaper and also to advertise it in a way to get us to buy it. Mm -hmm. um, and without regard, and, and even some of the things that say that they uh, have, we've got 24 uh, vitamins and minerals. Yeah, but how, can they be absorbed? Is it right? There are lots of lots of issues around that. So there's lots of work for you to do, my friend. Yep. Um, no, and it is. It's it's. And if your cells aren't working properly, like you said, the stuff's not getting absorbed properly. Um, and and so you can you can think that you're like you said, you know, you're you're exercising a ton, and so you can eat whatever you want. Um, but it it doesn't work because if your cells aren't aren't working properly, they're not going to absorb the good stuff. Um, and then you're going to wind up being like, well, how did I get osteoporosis or how did I get these things that happen later in life? And you're like, but I, I, I exercised and I did these things and I wasn't overweight. Um, but if you're not, if the, if the nutrients aren't there, then the cells just aren't going to do what you want them to do. Now I'm a little bit older than you. And I was talking to somebody just the other day in regards to I'm 64 Will you still feed me? Will you still need me when I'm 64? Anyway, um, and I've never been 64 before. Right. Um, my, my, and I hope to be 65. Mm -hmm. My brother died at 64. I have a very good friend who died at 64. Um, and I've got, a, I've got siblings that are in getting into their 70s. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of muscle mass decline when mm -hmm. after you hit 70. And stuff like that. We start. We start to genuinely age right. at that point. Can is there a way for us to maintain our muscle mass so that 
it, it because sometimes fat continues to grow your mm-hmm. muscle mass shrinks and that that's not a good combination either can right. can you help people keep their muscle mass into their 70s absolutely um it, it it's different you know it's a different and i and i tell people this like the way you work out um for most americans that, that think about working out it it's you think about the weight room from high school or you know you see um, gyms that are out there and you, you know, you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger or, you know, things like that, where you're just seeing these big muscles. Um, and, and that's one way to do it, of course, but most of the people that come to me as a client and, and ask me about exercise, um, strictly from a, from a strength building standpoint, because they don't want to get to that position where they are so weak when they're older. It's like, how can I prevent that? Or if they come to me, I've had clients in their sixties and seventies, that have come and said, okay, where do I start? Um, and because they're starting to see those effects of, I can't do the things I can't pick up the grandkids. I can't do the things I want to do. And the, the first place is flex flexibility. But the second thing is to know that you don't want to work out the way that you see a 30 year old workout. No, you know, you don't want to do that because well, no, no, it doesn't matter whether you want well, to, you're not going to be able to, but yeah, but, but it's a completely different type of workout, uh, that you want to do, um, because you're working out for a different purpose, you know, exactly. um, a 25 or 30 year old male that's working out and hitting the gym, uh, that's single, especially is working out for a purpose of, I'm trying to attract a mate, Right. Or I've got a goal of being super buff and all of that kind of thing. Um, you know, strong to be able to lift things or, or you know, show off to the other guys, if, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you're a guy, you get that, right? That oh, testosterone yeah. factor. Um, but as you get older, it becomes, okay, I need to be able to do the things in my daily life and prevent any issue that could come up from not having enough muscle later in life. And, you know, and one of those things is it, 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 muscle does burn fat. It, it just does it. You, you burn, well, it, it, it doesn't burn the fat so much, but it causes the body to create the fat into energy so that the muscle can work. Um, right. And, and so by doing that, having more muscle, lean muscle as you age will help you keep your weight down as you get older. And I, by the way, I just discovered, by the way, we are talking with Jerry Snyder and uh, allinhealthandwellness.com. Go there. And on the front page, on the home page, is a um, download. You can download a free plan. Right. Um, free is a pretty good price there, Jerry. It is. Uh, that's, a, that's a really good deal. And it's it's a stretching plan. And it and the, the, the thing is, is that it's, Stretching, and I've had clients that have come to me and like, okay, we need to start and I don't exercise and I don't do this and I don't do that. And so like, I'm, you know, ground zero from a, from a health standpoint, um, you know, how do I start building on this? And, and we got to lay the foundation and it, stretching is the first piece um, because we want to be a little bit more flexible. Yes, of course. But as we start exercising, um, your body has, your muscles have to start moving in it's like a rubber band, you know, if you're or a balloon, like a little balloon and you try and blow it up, you're going to get brain pressure and all that, you know, stuff's going to happen because the balloon's not going to move, but you take it and you start stretching, stretch it, stretch it. And you start blowing and all of a sudden it blows up. 
Um, and it's the same thing with your muscles and we just don't want them to pop. And so, um, you know, it, stretching and I've had multiple people, uh, not trying to disc, you know, dissuade anybody from, from downloading it. So download it, start easy. Um, but I've had people that have told me like, okay, you gave me this exercise plan, but the stretching plan is like, I was done with the stretches. Like I couldn't do anything else. You know? <laughs> and so I'm like, well, we're going to build step by step. Um, you know, and so that might be enough in, you know, enough of a starting point for some people to just, just do the stretches and, and get their body moving. I'm right there with you. Cause you got to get the body moving before you can get anything else done. So, yep. you know, and, and it's hard uh, before we go. And I wanted to touch bases with you on your podcast. How do you like being yeah. a podcaster? It's fun. Um, you know, I started out doing, uh, more just me talking like a monologue type of, uh, putting information out and, and then I got into interviewing people and it, it's been a lot of fun to meet different people from all over. Um, I've interviewed people, um, you know, in other countries and getting a different perspective and, in, you know, an education, if you will, on other, other health, you know, ways of going about being healthy. Um, my purpose with it is to try and teach people that you can find other ways than going to, uh, the pharmaceuticals. Um, and how do they how do they find the podcast? Uh, confidence through health.com. Confidence through health.com, which, by the way, is the name of its uh, first book. Right. So, so that, that is awesome. I'm going to step aside for a moment and let you have my audience, sir. You can tell cool. them anything that you would like them to know. Well, uh, I, first off, it's just, you know, do the, do the little bitty things. Take the first step in trying to be healthy. Um, don't try and do it all at once. Because going cold turkey away from the old stuff and trying to make that big shift, it, it ra very rarely works. Um, and it's not a willpower thing. It's not. It's it's just because the discipline hasn't been created before. And so it's just taking that first step. So whether it's the first step is I'm going to walk around the block uh, or walk for 20 minutes or jog for five minutes. Um, or the first step is I'm going to stop drinking the sodas. Um, you know, there's, the, there's just one step and just take it one by one. Um, and then when you feel comfortable, add the next one. Don't necessarily go off a timeline of I'm going to do this one today. And then tomorrow I'm going to add the next one. And then tomorrow I'm going to add the next one. Uh, because without a coach, you're going to, you're going to get to a point where you're going to fail and then you're just going to go backwards. I personally, and by the way, Jerry, thank you for that. Sure. But you mentioned something in there that I personally can I just cannot believe. I don't know the last time I actually had soda, um, but you go to the grocery store and there are aisles upon aisles of of yep. soft drinks and soda that are full of sugar and no yep. nutritional value. And people are still drinking that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's sad because of the content of what's in it and, and how it's not good for you. Um, but you know, they, there, there's some of those things that are out there, whether it's soda or other things that are just not good for us, you know, there's, there's a lot of money being tossed around to be able to be able to market that stuff and, and put it out there. There's even more, um, shelf space dedicated to soda than there is for beer. And at right. least beer's got some residual value. Uh, <laughs> I can't find any for soda. Right. So, so uh, we again, we've been talking with Jerry. Jerry, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about or, or mention before we go? 
No, uh, I mean my books are available on Amazon um, or on the on my website. You can you can find them there as well. Um, no, and, and you got to go to his website because mm-hmm. which is again is allinhealthandwellness.com because he has a signed copy. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll get that shipped out to you. Um, and uh, I'm working on another book, um, which is uh, called uh, the. The, the working title right now um, is honor your preparation because I believe that, and, and that's one of the things that I've, I've slogans that I've used with my teams that I've coached is when you get to the race or the game um, you've put in all the preparation. You've, you've done all the work, you've done all the practices, you've run the miles, you've hit the weight room, you've done all those things. Um, all you have to do in the game is just, honor all that preparation you did you don't have to do anything special yep. you just have to go out there and honor all the work that you put in by the way we haven't mentioned that the next time that you're on the show and there will be a next time especially when you get closer to the book coming out i'd love yep. to have you back on um but you're also a high school coach and the lives that you have touched in a positive way over the years that you've coached is phenomenal and i want to thank you for that oh thank you no and i've i it's it's neat because uh i've been coaching now for i guess about six years um and i'm starting to see some of my athletes that have graduated from college and you know starting to get married and that kind of thing and um bumping into parents around town and them giving me an update on what they're doing and um hearing that you know the positive influence and that I had one one parent that I ran into a couple of weeks ago, and she said, "You know, he's still running. Like he doesn't have a reason to. He's graduated from college. He never ran in college, but like it was like for the school. But like he ran all the time." And, he, and she said, "We had this conversation about Coach Jerry told me I need to do this, and this is how I can live a healthy life. So that's what I'm doing." And she just was like, "So thank you so much." And I'm like, "No, that's. I mean, it's just part of what I do." Well, and it's really cool that you are influencing the young people in a small town in Texas. Yep. Uh, influencing the small town in Texas, the people that are there, that, that is just great. And, and, and I thank you for that. And you're, you're a good community guy, and, and you've got lots of – we're going to talk about more of that the next time that you're yeah. on. But, cool. But, uh, Jerry, I want to thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you, Kevin. It's been so, fun. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you hang right there for a second, I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember... Be kind to one another because 